let madness consume you. Enough! You cannot break me like you broke my father. Nizoff is restoring his flesh, champions. Do not relent. Trade of the Scarlet Halls. I'm Slide Whistle. I am Immunization. And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. Oh, yeehaw! And shout out to Ro for that fucking sick alternate intro he made for us. It got me thinking, how many other characters do you think say, do not relent, that we could use? I don't know, but if any of our listeners hear it at any point of their WoW career and would like to email us about it, we could use it as an alternate intro like this one. Heck, you can just say it, and... We'll put it at the front. I mean, we will. We, th- we've we had very little fan interaction before, so I'd sure as shit put you at the front of the show. Yeah, please interact with us, guys. <laughs> but yeah, Ro, thanks. That was great. I feel special that Ro heard this man say these words, and he was like, oh, man, that reminds me of those three silly boys in their podcast. I'll make something for him. That was really nice. Speaking of fan interaction, though, I'm just going to start the show off with this bombshell. I <laughs> am putting up a goof alert goof alert goof alert gorge over this past week i received what i thought was a note from a fan and but i think it was one of you two boys what wait i did not send you anything i haven't sent shit to you so the other day i received a note from growlinda Wait, 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 wait. When you say a note, do you mean like in-game mail or like somebody put like a sticky note on your car? In-game mail in the world of Warcraft. 100%, 100% goof alert off. It was not me. And I know it was not Alex. And that's true. It was not me. Oof. Well, wait, the content. Was it Cubby No, I don't think so. Who the fuck is Growlinda? She told me. The subject letter of the note was do in Cockney accent, and the contents were as such. Hello, what? I'm Growlinda. I'm a ruin, I is. I drive a caravan. I do so like your program. I find it very informative and entertaining. It's my tippy top toot. It is Growl on the Prowls, an inspiration for us wargy women, I do say. Also, I see you're having a bit of a dust-up with some bloke named Bellua. What a scabby fuck that one is. What? Pissing and moaning non-stop may get people's attention. Some may even lock you for it, but it won't make your air grow back, Bellua. More like bold you are, boy from Growlinda. Wait, and that wasn't you that wrote that? That is not me. You didn't me. write that to yourself? Cubby do, Bub, do you have a... Cubbybub can verify. She was there sitting next to me when I saw it, and I said, this has to be a goof with one of, from one of the what? boys. Do you have Do you have the mail still? Yes. Do you have I'm, it still? Yes, I made a copy Please, of it. Please, send me a screenshot right... Fuck, not now, but I need to see... It was 100% not me. Growlinda is a beautiful pun name. Yeah, it was not me either. This means one of you lovely people in the DN army created a character, sent this mail, agrees that we should be feuding with Beluar, and wanted to have this goof of us, and I'm very happy about this. <laughs> Thank you to someone <laughs> out there. 
I don't care if I do know you, if it's one of like our estranged friends, <laughs> that made me smile. Was it Growlinda with two eyes or Growlinda with one eye? It's Growlinda with two L's. I searched Growlinda on Twitter and I found some old lady named Linda Grow from Frankfort, Kentucky. Maybe it's her. No, but that only has the one L, so I don't know. Growlinda, we, we need to hear more of you. Please send Growlinda more mail. And send Alan some mail too, because I'm playing on Alan. That's not my real name. Don't get it twisted. Or send it my way at immunization if you want. His name's too long. You're never going to figure it out. Well, that's fucking cool. I love that. I guess we can just talk about what we did in WoW. Aaron, I'll let you start. Other than receiving the notice from the lovely Growlinda, I was mostly, you know, doing my dailies, that kind of stuff. Just pushing through this week wasn't super interesting, but I'm getting more and more things, more and more equipment, and just kind of playing next to Cubbybub. She's getting a lot higher than I would have expected within a two-week period, so I think she's about to be raid-ready soon. I saw her the other day, and she she dinged 60, so she's on her way. Excuse me, we saw her. She I is saw 67 right now, and so she's going to be raid-ready literally by, like, next month. No, but actually, because once she ends up hitting 120, us three can carry her. I'll, I can tank on my death knight. Immune can heal, and we don't need a third DPS because as Fire Mage, you're doing crazy damage right now. So, mm-hmm. like, we could carry her through everything. Yep. But other than that, that was the majority of my week. Immune, what did you do in this wonderful world of Warcraft? Well, this one week has felt so long and wow, I feel like I got a lot done this week. I started the week off by finishing the Lunar New Year event, which is funny because I feel like I did 85 to 90% of the achievement the day that the event came out and then the rest of it when I had eight hours left to do it. (laughs) So I got that out of the way and I'm on my way to the Violet Proto Jake. There we go for that. Yeah, baby. So in addition to that, Slide and I got 1,400 in twos in PvP, so I feel like we have grown a little bit in the PvP sphere that it didn't even feel that difficult to get to this time. In the past, it felt like it took us a while, but this time we did it in like one sitting, it felt like. Ooh. It's funny because I was looking at the meta combos for Unholy Death Knight, and Holy Priest is not any of them. Because everyone wants a Disc Priest. I don't think anybody expects to face the Holy Priest in PvP. So when they fucking do, they don't know what to do. Usually what happens is Immune will just get hit by two guys. And I'll just pull one off and just slowly kill them. And he just heals himself through everything. You're threatened very minimally. Or we die immediately. It's one of the two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we either beat the hell out of them or we QQ. If they have a combo that can like CC lock me, we're done really fast. But otherwise, I can pretty much out heal whatever damage they throw at us and then the two of them try to attack me and then i just heal through it while you kill one of them and then we're fine yeah it's it's definitely not a meta combo and we're by no means good at pvp compared to the majority of pvp wizards but you know i feel like we're decent compared to how we historically have been at least the three of us (laughs) i think it also helps that unholy death knight just feels broken there will be games where immune goes down immediately because they're just so brutal and then i have maybe three times now one v two to them with just my diseases and my pets and i'm like oh this is what feeling feeling powerful feels like oh i love it (laughs) yeah this is the power i've never had (laughs) it's intoxicating (laughs) one last uh monumental thing i did this week is i ran my first 10 key with the new uh, mythic plus affix 
What is this affix? This affix has these obelisks, like these Nazoth pillar obelisks throughout the dungeons, and you have to clear them all before you get to the end of the dungeon. And within them, it phases you to a whole new plane of the dungeon where it has a boss that you have to face, like a mini boss that you have to face. And if you don't clear all of them, then you have to face all those mini bosses. They spawn at the final boss. It also is a weird balance because when you're in this other realm, you can skip some trash along the way, like in the normal realm. So you can use them to kind of stealth past a few mobs if you want, but then you have to make sure that you still have enough trash killed. When you go into the obelisk and you kill the mini boss, I guess what you want to do is you want to kite the mini boss to certain areas. Because once you kill the mini boss, they make a portal that you spawn out of. So the mini boss ends up being the point of teleport. So even when you die and you go through like the obelisk, you come out still where the mini boss's portal spawn. So like you, it's so weird. Like in Freehold, we skip a lot of the very annoying trash using the obelisks, but mm. it costs us the same amount of time because we had to face a mini boss and the ads within the like uh, Nihilotha dimension realm. It's cool. It, it's a really neat one that makes you fucking think. That is about all the monumental things I did this week in WoW. How about you, Slide? Well, I did all that. But then I also, on Monday, on my day off, I went to Pound Town. Uh, I know love is in the air, it's coming up, but don't tell me about that stuff. Wow, you're airing our dirty laundry on the pod. <laughs> my laundry's always out. but um, It is. I, so... <laughs> you have trouble cleaning up your room. <laughs> It's literally, I literally have a, a basket of laundry on my living room table right now. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. But so I have been trying to get all my essences on my new main, my Death Knight, Alan. And oh my god, what a slog it's been catching him up to my mage. I finally have rank four, I guess I didn't need rank four, but I did the entire war campaign to get his um, Heart of Azeroth to rank four. I got his Vision of Perfection to rank three. I just have been hammering them out. And then on Tuesday, once reset hit, the Darkshore Heroic Warfront is up, which gives 460 gear, wow. which is something you guys should do before it ends this week. I think we have like maybe three or four days left of it. Uh, I did it and I got a 460 Azerite piece and I needed that fucking shit so bad. And interestingly enough, I didn't feel like it felt any harder than regular Darkshore. With the Arathi Warfront, I felt like you could definitely tell it was harder. With the Darkshore one, it just felt like it was a little bit longer, but more involved. Maybe I had a good group, I don't know, but it felt pretty cool. I also decided I was going to do the Azerite Lotto machine. For Unholy mm, Death Knight, I... Uh, do I explain ideally, that. Ugh, it's not... It's that's so not fun. It's so unrewarding. I want to have three Festermites and three Magus of the Undead. Then both of those traits are on different wheels. So getting three Azerite pieces that each have two of those combos are fucking... It's fucking hard. It's hard as shit. So once I did the Heroic Darkshore, it gave me an Azerite Helm that was 460. And I put it on. And I was like, these traits are great. My eye level is great. But it wasn't ideal. So I scrapped it. So I could get 200. Uh, what is the currency called for the... Titan Residium. There you go. Titan Res ti Titty Residium. And Titty ready. You only need... You need, I think, 180 to roll for a piece that's 445. So I just kept scrapping pieces and rolling pieces and taking those back in and scrapping them. And I used what I had from my chest. And I literally must have bought 
I'm gonna go like eight to nine Azerite pieces from the fucking vendor from Thaumaturgal Vashin, whatever his name is. Thaumaturgal Vashel. I legitimately got the same two Azerite chests every fucking oh, no. time. Every goddamn time. If I see one more mechanized plate chassis, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> I was I was getting so upset that I kept getting the same piece. Is that and like breastplate of the vengeful and i'm like these are okay but they're not good i need better pieces i was so upset and so then i did lfr got no trinkets got no azurite gear it was legitimately like three hours of trying to farm an azurite piece that wasn't good rest in pepperoni but good news for you is that this week in raid you had a lot better luck hell fucking yeah bitch so this weekend raid was a little weird for us. We had an alt raid over the course of the weekend, which spanned an entire weekend every night uh, like of the weekend. So like on Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, all of us got together with various mm. alts slash combinations of our mains and then just ran the raid on normal. Did you beat it? Well, we only joined on Sunday because we were going to do it on Friday, but then we got busy and then Saturday was the same story. Um, but on Sunday... We definitely did not beat it. Uh, by Sunday, we only had maybe, what, five bosses dead, if even? Yeah, so we came in, and they were probably, like, five of 12 normal, and we killed one one boss? Just one boss? Soccer boss, right? Yeah, it was soccer boss. Yeah, and it was just a very skeleton crew. There were several people who were like, yeah, I can only do this for, like, an hour, and... Overall, it was like a weird mishmash of people on their alts or people who didn't really care and like we didn't have the right composition of people. It just was not like our best squad. So we took a while to defeat Soccer Boss and then we went over to Vexiona and wiped after wipe and then we just quit after like an hour and a half of total raid time. Mm, and we're like, oh, sounds... this is fine. It's it's bonus raid, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, sounds all kinds of fun. <laughs> well, we didn't have Lynn our raid lead, so there wasn't anyone making official callouts, which is what this guild depends on, is official callouts. So I was like, guys, I have a B res. Who do we res? Nobody answered. I'm like, oh, right. There's no Lynn. I have to make the call myself. Okay, uh, I guess I res you. So it was just very, I think that's probably why. It was a very unfruitful raid, but it was weird that we had it in the first place. But I kind of appreciate it. Yeah, I like that we're getting together to do things on the weekend. That is that is cool. But it also made me appreciate Lynn as a raid lead. Also having everybody who's normally there. Because, <laughs> man, on this week, we fucking cleaned up. Yeah, who yeah, the fuck we were are so, we? We were so dedicated to cleaning up that being two minutes late meant I got locked out of Rathion. <laughs> Hopefully you didn't need anything in there. Although I know you have several of the trinkets already. Yes, I have good trinkets. It was mostly just, this is a guild where, like, we didn't start for 20, 30 minutes because people are slowly trickling in. And I got the, like, mm, you're going to have to wait after two minutes. I was over here like, I guess I'll run dailies then. <laughs> yeah, I feel like normally it's like, you're in. Nope. Uh, but with Rathion, dude, that trinket. So we one-shot Rathion. To be fair, we one-shot the first four bosses, I feel like, which is mm -hmm. crazy for us because these fights, we haven't seen that many times. But when Raffian dropped, maybe like seven to eight of us got that fucking trinket. <laughs> the no, one it was the crazy. Wings. 
Yeah, so I feel like everyone wanted this trinket in the past week or so. And yeah, yesterday, this trinket just like kept dropping and dropping. And I feel like a few people also bonus rolled and then got the trinket. Basically, like eight or nine of our raiders got this trinket. And everyone's like, somebody roll on it. We don't really want this trinket. Just take it away from us, please. There's too many of them. (laughs) Our entire guild has wings, basically, at this point. But it's great because I was running LFR for this trinket because my trinkets were ass. So I've run it twice already on Raffian to get it. I'm like, man, I'm never going to fucking get it. Bam. Got it. No bonus roll. Beautiful. It's a sick trinket. And and it, it reminds me that I can be a demon hunter without being a demon hunter. Because that slow fall is beautiful. The actual slide whistle just recedes further into his corner of non-played. His time soon. Oh, probably. he doesn't even need my wings anymore. What was the first boss that we wiped on during raid? We killed five or six. Was it, oh, we killed six bosses, and we're going back in tonight. I would say we probably the first had problems only, on the only thing that we even died to was Hive Mind, and then we just did it again and beat it. Yeah, and the only reason we wiped to Hive Mind is because it was our first time seeing it, and we still cleared it after probably like three tries, four tries. So basically, we're like seven out of twelve already, which is very fast progression for us. Like I know there are. You know, obviously, guilds that are way faster than us, but we're just a heroic Christian guild that is very casual, so. Yeah, usually I am getting mad that I'm like, oh my god, it's been two weeks, we haven't killed a fucking extra boss yet, we're still on like four out of like eight, but yeah, now we're like, maybe it's corrupted gear, because we have some people who have very, very lucky corrupted gear. Like they have we have a lot of people that are far too corrupted for my liking. I Get look, em, I look, ar- you included, sir. I look around and I see people wow. running away from forgotten things. I see them leaking purple ectoplasm on the ground. I'm like, what are you people doing, you stinky people? Yeah, you can judge it all you want, but I have to heal them when they actually get hit by their bad twin. Oh my god, speaking of bad twins, there was a a, a fucking hotfix yesterday that apparently... Uh, so, at 40 Corruption, my evil twin, Alonzo, tries to hug me and blows up on me and does like half of my health. And I'm like, why is he doing so much fucking damage for? Blizzard had a, a patch yesterday, or two days ago. It basically was just like, hey, we noticed that uh, if you had high versatility, your thing from beyond would also have... that." That same high verse and do more damage based on your verse bitch my pieces that are corrupted are literally all verse this man was buff as fuck whenever he'd explode <laughs> he'd almost always kill me and i'm like why is he doing so much fucking damage and now i know because it was bullshit yeah there were times where slide was the only person who took any damage during a part of a fight and he would go from full health down to like 30 percent health and i'm like fuck what the fuck do you do over there there's nothing that can hurt you right now well i also was playing at like 55 corruption so my evil twin was really fast i was like oh here he comes i'm gonna ch- oh god like i could not grab him in time like he was murdering the fuck out of me so in addition to the hive mind we also got down a few other new heroic bosses we got down shadhar the insatiable which is the dog boss on heroic eh, he's just fun he just yeah. has bigger numbers yeah, I felt like it was similarly pretty easy. How's that fight for ranged? Because for me as melee, it's actually kind of fun. I'm just like jumping and cutting and jumping and cutting. But for you guys, it's probably just like, ugh. Yeah. Right? Like we just have to cast. move occasionally and then he'll like 
vomit and it's like okay move more yeah so for me as an immobile healer it's kind of annoying because you know it's dodge the puddles dodge his breath dodge the puddles dodge his breath and i'm like okay i guess i'll every once in a while i have a cast for healing out and you know it's not it's not my ideal fight but i felt like overall if everyone dodged everything the boss would fall over eventually yep which is basically what happened on our like basically our, our first pull right was or was it two pulls we killed him on i think it took two pulls because the first breath killed like six people on our first pull because we were like we haven't seen this fight in like three weeks <laughs> <laughs> so then after that we also downed dressed to death for the first time which that's just the fight that's it's like ads on ads on ads right it's like kill the ads and then you stand in their little gross black poopies and then you can attack actual dressed to death which, okay, like, I must say, I know Dressagath in its thing was like, this sassy woman. And then I go in there, and Dressagath just speaks with Nazos voice. I'm like, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> Stop making me feel like a bad person. You sound like a man. Ah. <laughs> ah. That's my defense. Was, I, I walked in there, and it was like, you'll never defeat me. And I'm like... That's a man. <laughs> <laughs> I think out of all the raid bosses that I'm thinking of right now, she is one of my favorite names. Saying Drestagath is so much fun. Drestagath. 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 But it was frustrating when people would kill her tentacles and then they wouldn't stand in her purple shit. To get the damage that debuffs her. I would watch Tentacles die, and there were just four purple orbs sitting there that we have to pick up to deal damage. I'm like, what are you guys doing? People were hitting the boss who did not have the debuff. And I'm like, please, everyone, please stop. It made it easy for me. I got to feel like a superstar because people would kill them, and I'd just be like, I guess I'll pick up this orb. And then I would do it, and no one else would come, and I'd be like, I guess I'll pick up this orb. Hell yeah, you should always grab that orb because as a fire mage, you are dealing so much damage in there. You are like the ideal mage back there right now. Like people aren't even thinking about frost mage. Well, it's funny because last time we recorded, the mythic race was still happening. But obviously since then, uh, literally the day we posted it, I think, we had a mythic world first and second. And as far as my knowledge goes, I haven't been watching the streams. There still isn't a third. A third could be an Asian guild because the a lot of the Chinese guilds don't appear on Wild Progress, which is what I used to check. But Limit got first place. I'm I, uh, uh excuse me. I'm sorry. Did you mean Complexity Limit? Sorry. Yes, I meant Complexity Limit. You gotta support Complexity. We don't know how long it'll be there. It's the first U.S. guild to have a world first since some raid in, like, Pandaria. It was one of, like, the smaller raids. So, like, I mean, it counts, obviously, but it's crazy it's been, like, three expansions since U.S. has won anything. U.S.A. U.S.A. Born in America. It's also wild how many problems there were with the fight, which actually Ian Hezekosis had an interview with uh, Warcraft Radio, and... He basically, he kind of confirmed that it's hard doing a world first mythic race where it's so shown to the public because a lot of the mythic bosses just aren't raid tested because how can they be? They can't have you making it that far and seeing everything. So there, there were a couple of problems that happened on the last boss. Most notably, there was a second bonus phase 
that ended up being a fake bonus phase. It triggered at like 20% and it just kind of repeated like an old phase. For a while, Limit was like, okay, so we have to do this. We have to go into the, the Chamber of Heart again and get down in there. But then during their next pull, it just didn't happen because Blizzard killed the bug before they could do it again. Hmm, that is really interesting. Especially like you said, if they had planned like, okay, everyone save your your big things for this second secret phase. And all of a sudden it's like, I guess it's not happening. It's interesting because I feel like the last couple of races that we've watched, granted, there's only been so many that have been like shown on the internet. Only starting in BFA. This one just seemed like a landslide. Nobody was even close to Limit. They were on their A game 100%. Yeah, it felt like on the night that Limit was on the verge of killing it, Method's like, yeah, we're just going to bed. I mean, and they got World Second, which obviously is nothing to fucking snarf at. We're going to get, what, like, World, like, 2 million at this point? Oh, you're you <laughs> acting as if we'll get it this expansion. We don't. Don't, I'm G quitting because I need to have that fucking AOTC. Oh, yeah, but this is mythic. Uh, CE. That's cutting edge. That's the mythic Wait, achievement. Wait, is that, is that a real achievable? Yeah, cutting edge is the mythic version of AOTC. Cutting edge means I'm going to fucking murder you for breakfast. It makes AOTC like nothing. I'm, I'm sure I am glad that I know that cutting edge exists because I was really proud of my AOTCs, but fuck them. They're out of here. I am emotionally distraught over this revelation. Growlina, take it away while I go cry into my bowl of honey flakes. Ooh, honey flakes. Listeners, it's your girl, Growl, on the prowl. I'm here today with my new pal, Air Farce Fun. Air, what do you make of our new allies, these mysterious Tolvir in the desert? They are new. They've been around for a while. You're right, Air. They're not new. I mean, 8.3 almost came out a month ago. So let me rephrase. What do you think of our three-week-old allies, the Tolvir? No, they're from Kata. They're a decade old. But friend, that can't possibly be true. Four legs, bird heads, and living in the desert? That's just kooky. Surely I would have heard about them by now. Next you're gonna tell me there's a whole zone underwater. But there is. Well, I'm sorry, gang. But Air wants to just be over here telling me fibs and goofs all day. And I have journalistic integrity. I'll be back next week with a proper interview. Until then, this has been Growl. Looking fine. Reports on time. That's my Growlina. Alert. Alert. I have a special alert for the audience <gasps> and for you, Aaron, I think. Ah, what is what? it? Everyone's favorite mount has returned. Ekero, the moose mount, the ghost moose is available from archaeology for one of two times this year. Whoa, no way. 
don't forget, this bitch can fly now. And so if you want to fucking fly in Ghost Moose, please go back to Legion Zones and archaeology the fuck out of that. I don't, but someone will. One man on Reddit said it only took two hours of watching Netflix to get all the fragments needed for his sick-ass spectral goose goose mount. Wait, <laughs> it's wait, a moose, not wait. a goose. Is it it's a, a moose. goose mount? Okay, now you've got me back interested. Where's that gander? I mean, I would really like a spectral goose mount, though. That would be sick. Blizzard, please, we need a special goose mount. You can call him uh, Blech, the goose. <laughs> please, mount. please call him Black. The goose. Black arrow. <laughs> Black arrow. Black arrow. You only die thrice. Oh man, that reminds me of a good non sequitur, which is going to be a time warp. Oh no! Named Sekiro bosses! I'm setting a timer, and I, the timer is actually ready to go for once. Can you guys believe is it? it? It's really we had to graft it really into your so. skin, like that Justin Timberlake movie. Ugh, uh, train the train one, the, the train clothes. It's, it's about rich people stealing time. It's weird. There's not enough time. Okay, so time warp. These bitches have forty seconds, which is the timer I have punched into my phone to answer as many of this category of a question I'm about to ask. Are you two ready? Yeah. Yes, I'm ready. I need you guys to name as many as you can think of, if you can even name more than two, of the Titanic Watchers assigned by the Keepers to watch over the planet of Azeroth. Are you ready? Yes. Set. Go. Asgarth. Mout. Um, maiden of Virtue. Mimi Rod? Um, Elganon. Ooh. Um, Narsgoth. Hmm. I feel like it's another one of these where I I cannot name another for the remaining twenty seconds of this yeah, time warp. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. Uh, I can keep making fake names for you if you want. Tatiana. I'm very disappointed, but also not surprised. As I chose it, I was like, this is a category that I would know. But there's a lot of them. There's the big four that I think of. I think of Arcadis. I think of, I hate her so much, Ironaya, the one from... Oh, uh, that's the one I was thinking of, the one from... Uh, uh, yeah, there you go. I mean, I'm very disappointed in you. Ayer, Ayer is a Titanic Watcher. Yeah. There's the various maidens, maiden of valor, male of vigilance. You guys did not get Titan Keeper Hezrel, the man who goofy walks all over Underrot. <sighs> uh, I have not done Underrot in a very long time. Well, actually, thinking about it, you guys tied because Immune said Mother, who is indeed a Titan Keeper, and Aaron, you said Maiden of Virtue. Yep. Uh, boy, so boy, I need a, t oh man, I need a tiebreaker. Okay, do you, <sighs> got it, easy. Arcadis and Ironia both protected these circular items from Uldaman, and they last for a very long time as you try to read them. What is their Discs name? Discs of Norganon. Discs of, ah! <laughs> 
Okay, got it. Fucking, fucking cheater. I'm, I'm going to blame the, 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 the lag because I don't, I'm not in the room, but whatever. I'm ready to drink. I also thought Irony Owl was in Carrie's hand, but no, she's in the same dungeon as Arcadis. She's just kind of stomping around. Uh, I'll drink with you. You have to do the Raiders of the Lost Ark reference to get her out of the door. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all hate that part of the dungeon. We skip that immediately. I mean, like, I have read it once, but ever since then, I skipped that shit. I guess you so wait, so you're going to drink with him, you said? Yeah, we both drank that one, but Immune can have Time Warp next week. Ooh, that's fair. I like that. Oh my god, I didn't realize that Helia used to be a Titan Watcher, but that makes sense. Hell oh. yeah. <laughs> so, another big piece of news that happened since the last time we recorded was that an announcement of a Christy Golden novel that prefaces... Ah! ah, Christy, we love you! But, like, actually, not sarcastically at all, we really love you and your work. She is writing a book that is a preface to Shadowlands, the next WoW expansion. And we got a little excerpt from it that we can discuss. So if you listeners don't want to be spoiled, you can skip ahead a little bit, I guess. But to be fair, I'm not really sure how big of a spoiler this yeah, is. It, I mean, it's, it's kind of a... It's one scene and not too much happens in it. Yeah, if you just look at this one scene without any context, I don't really know how much of a spoiler it is, to be honest. I think the context of what we're looking at, though, is very interesting. Apparently, it's going to follow Anduin and what he's thinking about after all this. Uh, Sylvanas and her choice to basically reject the Horde. But most importantly, it's going to follow a hot, new, steamy romance between Zappy Boy, Zakan and the Queen of the Zandalari, Talanji. Ooh. Ooh. I can ship that, I guess. I could ship those two... Off to Northrend, because I don't want to think about him anymore. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but to be fair, it's so far, it's a very one-sided. Like, Zakan's like, oh my god, her tusks, her eyes, her big her stinky back toe. And then she's just like, who the fuck is this loser falling into my wine and shit? Yeah, she's like, mm, I see dirt under his fingernails, honey. That's a real ass quote. She literally saw the dirt under his nails and was like, ugh, fuck this loser. But so basically, it kind of just follows the con. He's trying to like help her out in the aftermath of like all this going on. So all this happens after Nazoth is killed and Zappy Boy basically approaches Talanji and offers himself as uh, an asset to her. I don't really know. Like, it didn't really yeah, say just exactly an what. Yeah, extra, like, stoolie. Because he, I mean, well, we know him because, like, he is of Zappy Boy fame. He talked to Sourfang. But I think in the general world, he's just some shaman. I mean, he literally offers to run and get her wine, right? He offers to be, like, a courier, doesn't he? yeah. He's like, however I can be helpful. And so as he's doing this, there's this weird servant. And this part confused me because it made it seem like Zakan was having a body convulsion. He said he felt something crawl up the spine of his back and it almost like immobilized him for a minute. And then he fell backwards into the servant carrying wine to Talanji. Yeah. And then there's also this weird description of, I guess, this weird vision he had or we, the reader, has of the mage Thalrissa. Yeah, the wine that was that he knocked over spilled into the bottom hem of Talanchi's dress, and much like seeing Jesus in a tortilla, he saw first Arcanus Thalaris in the hem of the dress of Talanchi. And it's like, boy, are you tripping? Like, what's going on? Because he, he couldn't explain why he fell over. 
or what happened and or why like why anything happened in the first place and so he's like oh that was that was bizarre and then like get him out of here but as that happened the servant whose wine he spilled pulled out a fucking rusty ass knife and was trying to stab talanji and this guy was a zandalari troll so it's like is there betrayal within the kingdom against her or is it like some weird like cult of death as aaron said off the pot earlier yeah to me it seems kind of like there's some foul play here it seems kind of like maybe someone's being possessed maybe zappy boy was sapped and then somebody tried to use that opportunity to disguise themselves and assassinate talanji i'm unsure do we think sylvanas has pulled a chogal and has started like this secret cabal that features all sorts of members of the alliance and the horde well it's i guess all we have confirmation now is that members of the horde have joined her and in this man's dying breath it's just like she will feel dusting so it doesn't directly point back to sylvanas but we do know she's the baddie so i would assume he's in with her So, okay, I'm a little less knowledgeable, and maybe some of our listeners need a little bit of a catch-up, too. So, when this passage is supposed to debut, what do we know about the status of the Horde and everything post-Nazoth? The Horde is operating on a console system. So, the whole reason Zakan's doing this is because all the leaders who are now... They're basically, if you lead the Horde, a Horde race, you're on the console. So, Thrall is there, I believe, Lorthamar is there, the High Mountain... What's her name? Uh... Mela High Totem. So who is there for the undead then if Sylvanas is not there? I don't know. I have no idea. I think this is going to be our intro to Kalia Menethil leading them. But so far in the book, we ha- I haven't seen any mention of her name. It wouldn't surprise me if she was, but so far as, as we know officially, we know nothing about the undead leader. Mm-hmm. Nothing. But it wouldn't surprise me if Sylvanas was the one who wanted to kill Talanji. Because don't forget, Talanji wanted to kill Sylvanas. Talanji literally said she wanted the head of the Banshee Queen when she was talking to Bonswamdi. She wanted her head on a platter. So it wouldn't surprise me if Sylvanas wanted to exact like revenge against her for wanting her dead in the first place. And her having a death cult seems very unsurprising at this point. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's the trajectory of Sylvanas after leaving everyone to go to the Shadowlands. And then if she formed the death cult, I guess that all lines up. Do we think Sylvanas will get an extra bonus head that says everything in a higher pitch voice? I hope so. Well, maybe she's the higher pitch one and the other one's Nathanos. <laughs> He's like, my lady, I'll do anything. Graft yourself upon my body, Nathanos. Okay. You get the beak. Okay. <laughs> it, but they made a very specific point. They were like, oh my god, Zakan, you did it. Like you saved Falange from being stabbed by the by the crazy murderer guy. And he was like, I did. But when he spazzed out and made the servant spill the wine, he was like, But I didn't do that. What made me do that? It was almost like something possessed him and used his body to their advantage to like utilize him as a tool, which seems very, very weird. So is there like some good force out there trying to help Talanji out? Or is it just like coincidence? Was it Botswamdi? You know, I'm not sure. And that's why I feel like this excerpt is such a small snippet that it's hard to really tell what is meant by any of the actions within it. Which I'm okay with, because last time this happened, they released, like, almost the entirety of Before the Storm. <laughs> like, 180 pages are posted on Amazon's site, and it's like, bro, that's almost the whole book, like, posted all at this point. 
Well, I am very excited to read it. I always love Warcraft lore and love Christy Golden's books. Although, since Christy's been writing it, she wrote the last one too. I'm thinking... When's Bottom Boy Knack going to get another time at bat? You know, I've never actually read a Knack book before, but I did hear that Wolfheart wasn't that bad of a book, that he uh, actually wrote that one pretty well. Yeah. If, you, if you're not diametrically opposed to the Night Elves, I'm sure it'd be fine. I think I'm going to maybe like audiobook it because I'm curious. I've only heard bad things and I want to know what like it actually like reads <laughs> like. <laughs> going going into it, being a Worgen guy and definitely not being a Night Elf guy. I was like, oh, wow. It's like that one scene in like Chowder, like you lied. <laughs> but it's it's not bad. It's fantasy. Oh, all this talk about stuffy literature's got me feeling hot and bothered. I think it's time we go to our sexiest NPC of the week. Ooh. <laughs> Who is it this week? Ooh. This week's sexiest NPC of the week may be a little taboo. Because it's yours, mine, and everyone's mama. I'm talking about designation M-O-T-H-E-R, also known as Mother. Beep bop, boop bop, billy bop, boop. This sexy ass bitch has finally made it to the top. Yeah, honestly, I'm surprised we haven't named her sooner. Girl, she fine. Girl, she fire. So fire, like the fire she shoots at us in her boss fight. Me and Immune were about to do our horrific missions of the week. And as I was doing it, I was standing underneath her legs. And I was like, I'm going to look up between this little skirt. And I was like, Immune, this is it. This is the sexiest NPC of the week. Girl, did, <laughs> look you, see, at her. did you see her little Rocky Coochie? <laughs> no, just like legs and like a void. But it was still hot enough. But I think one of the sexiest parts of Mother is how she's a fucking man eater. Have you ever took a close look at the mace she has in her hand? Because let me tell you, that fucking mace is literally made out of a male Titan construct's head. Like actually. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's a male Titan construct's head on a stick that she just carries around and hits people with, I guess. I was sitting under her legs. I moved from her, like, non-existent cooter to her weapon. And it's just a man being, like, ugh, like, staring at me. He's like, what the fuck is that? It, it's actually, like, an actual head in that mace. Like, a full-on no, male yeah, head. No, yeah, I can see it in the photo that we have in our notes here. I can see his face. That's wild. How did I run that fight for, like three months and never see that right that's what i'm saying how the fuck she that past yeah us? I, I lasted through that entire fight and then basically all of bfa when she's just like in the heart chamber with you and i never noticed this either what do you think she looks like behind the helmet like what is behind that little helmet she's got on Ooh, girl i think it's more faces oh no <laughs> what do you mean like on the, like on the side of her head so, yeah, I think she spins him around like that He-Man villain. And then I also think that like on her little cheeks, where Pikachu has his little red circles, she has little faces that are just smaller versions of her face. <laughs> oh, I really don't like that. But you know what I do like? This bitch has got, she got some thigh-high boots on, but Ooh. even the, the thigh skin of her robotic body exposed. 
Ooh, chow. And ooh, I love how she has those glowing titan body slash face tattoos. Oh, oh, oh. My favorite part is is how she uh, blows you into firewalls. Blowjob joke. <laughs> I did it. And with that, mother, you are sexiest NPC of the week. I will hand you my reward when we finish running Immune's Horrific Visions for those last two page pieces today. Mwah. Mwah. And with that, I feel like it is about time to head on into our top toot bottom boot medium moot of the week. Aaron, what do you got this week? This week, I have a top toot. So one of the perks for pre-ordering Shadowlands previously was you get a Bastion worm. And there was a Bastion member who would come out and give you a quest to pick up bits and pieces of powerful souls to get the T-Mog. I thought it was glitched, but Slide told me apparently anyone, as long as they meet this Bastion man off of someone's mount, can do this quest now. And I did it. So I have my cool T-Mog. And I was like, oh, this looks kind of stinky. I don't know about this. Girl, it's all misty. The cape looks cool. It's big and armored, even though the hood looks bad because everything looks bad on a organ. My little heritage armor top hat works with it. I'm a clown nine, girl. Those shoulders look so cool. They have that flowing energy. It's probably anima. The flowing anima. Ooh, I love that shit. Ciao. That's my top two. But slide whistle. What is your TT BDB MM? Oh, I got myself one of them top toots of the week. Many moons ago, you may remember, but probably not, my old college roommate college? in Morales. I, well, unfortunately, it's none of you guys. There was an actual man. No, what, was it, wasn't was his playing, name college? His name was college. His name was college. I was playing on my gnome mage, and I came across a little other, I think he was a, was he also a gnome mage? Yeah, no, I think he also was a gnome mage. And he was like, hey, what's up? And I was like, oh my god, it's you. I remember from college. And he's like, oh my god, yeah, it's me. We talked for a very long time about how we were gnomes and all that stuff. I added on BNET, and his name was College after we joked he was my college roommate. Anyway, there's a backstory. Uh, fast forward to like fucking seven months later, we are still friends on BNET. I am doing my old Doom dailies, and I get a whisper from College, and he literally says, hang on, I'll pull it up right now. I want to read it word for word. My boy College says, hey there, gnome twin. Got a minute to help kill some horde ganking lobies? I didn't have the heart to be like, I don't mean a gnome anymore. But I said, hell yeah, I do. But I've grown a couple of feet since then. <laughs> Let me swap to my tall boy. And apparently what was happening was, I don't know how this happened. There's a huge Horde v. Alliance battleground happening in world PvP. And it's happening in Azuna in the Broken Isles from fucking Legion. Mm. Wait, what? Why is it there? So I guess what's happening is... Either Alliance are going there and they're killing low-level Horde, or Horde are going there and killing low-level Alliance. Whoever's starting it is causing the other side to react and to get reinforcements. So I was like, oh, we're fighting in Azuna? He goes, yeah, they're killing Lobies. So I'm like, okay, I'll show up. I joined his party of five. I was was the last one to join. And we are fighting against like 25 
max level corrupted geared horde characters and there's 15 alliance fighting with us it was a literal 20 v 20 like world pvp fight that was happening in azuna of all places <laughs> i mean I, I mean i love when world pvp spontaneously breaks out and especially in places that aren't current content i know that's always kind of cool i think part of what, what made this happen was because i think both factions have that portal to Azuna in their mage tower slash whatever the fuck the horde have the hall of dirt mud pit the fucking fuck the fuck pens there's just a random portal to Azuna to get you back to the entirety of legion so i think that's what was happening because when i took the portal there were five horde guarding the portals attacking over came through so i fought through them met my, my bro college who was on his fire mage and we cleaned up those dirty ass horde for like maybe like 30 minutes Hoorah. and then the next hour the next hour the horde there was like 80 of them they called in reinforcements and kicked our asses so we had to run away and hide but it was a really cool spontaneous experience that i love that my college roommate from fake college still thinks of me and invites me to stuff to play with him oh shout out to you college nomies for life uh, what about you, Immune? What was your top two? Bottom boot, medium boot. Well, I'm going to make a tri- trifecta here this week with a top two of my own. Whoop, 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 whoop. And my top toot is that I finally got the, I, I made my way down the vision ladder where I finally got the, what, what are those things called? Ladder of things that you upgrade about yourself whenever you're in visions. What are those called? Talent tree? I, I guess it's a vision talent tree, but I got to the one where it restores 200 of your sanity when you down in elite. And my top two is basically how much better that makes your vision runs. And Slide and I very easily were able to almost full clear one for the first time. We were four of five, I think, earlier, right before this podcast. And it felt good. And it's nice to be back in Orgrimmar. Like, this is the only time I've ever said that and probably ever will, like, with visions. Because everything about the Orgrimmar visions are easier than the Stormwind ones, I feel like. (laughs) <laughs> 100 fucking percent so we ran three visions today the first two were a little meh i feel like sanity was draining faster than usual but i think we we're failing to do mechanics but once we got that fucking elite kill we were blazing through it yeah so uh, my top two this week is unlocking that part of the talent tree and it felt like it made it go far smoother in the visions and hell yeah i am cape level nine which i know i'm a little behind still but you know i'm almost there max because max level is 10 now aaron what is your cape at right now do you know uh probably pretty low because i haven't been running as many as i need to so to save myself from embarrassment i'll say lower than nine (laughs) mine's 10 and with that I think we're out of here. If you guys have any comments, questions, complaints, if you are Growlinda, please send us mail. Please, to do please. not relent pod. <laughs> send us mail to do not relent pod at gmail.com or tweet at us on Twitter at do not relent pod. What about you, biddies? You can find me, Alex, or Immunization on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you can follow our podcast Instagram account at do not relent on the gram. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at the Big Cheesy on Twitter, and you can follow our literary musings at do not relent.livejournal.com. 
we're out of here. We'll see you guys next week. I've got 15 pizza rolls to make. So goodbye. And remember, another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.